I am Heather Newman, and this is the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast, episode number 137, Stop Being a People Pleaser. Hey, my beautiful friend, welcome back to the hashtag Get Unstuck podcast, a podcast for all you ladies in the second half of life who are ready to take responsibility for your own well-being and create a life you love living. I'm here to coach and motivate women just like you to look good and feel great in this second half of life. I'm your host, Heather Newman, and after spending the first uh, 48 years of my life being a people pleaser and living with a scarcity mindset, I was stuck and ready for a change. I reinvented myself, I stopped outsourcing my happiness, and I've been brave enough to live a different kind of life. I'll be here each week to help you do the same thing. So let's get up, let's get dressed, and let's do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome back to the show, and if you haven't ever been here before, thank you for dialing in. I'm so excited that you're here, and it's so nice to connect with you. Don't forget, I do have a Facebook pod group. It's Heather Newman, hashtag Get Unstuck pod group over on Facebook if you want to get behind the scenes and know when every single episode is released. But today we're talking about my favorite, you guys. We're talking about people pleasing today. I love this topic. I am a recovered people pleaser, and I love people pleasers. <laughs> I love when they come to me to be healed from this, this need to please people. It's almost like a disease because there's so many of us. Most women are pretty good at people pleasing because, I mean, we love to be liked, right? Like, we want to be included. We're uncomfortable when anyone is mad at us, and we live in fear sometimes that we'll lose a relationship, so we just get really good at people-pleasing, and we think that it makes us feel better. The funny thing is we tend to be people-pleasers because we think that or we believe that we can actually control someone else's feelings, which we can't. So think about that. We think that we can. We think we can make other people happy, but I promise you, we cannot make other people happy. Other people are happy or unhappy because of the way they are thinking. It doesn't have anything to do with me or anything to do with you. So there's a number of characteristics that people pleasers share. So let me just tell you a few of them. You might be able to relate to these. I'm pretty sure that you can if you're here listening to this episode. It might give you, um, this might give you a little indication that you are possibly a people pleaser if you're not sure if you fall into that category. So the first thing is you might have a difficult time saying the word no. And by the way, no is a complete sentence. You are usually preoccupied about what other people think about you or what they might be thinking about you. Um, You feel guilty when you do say no. 
you think that turning people down will make them think that you are being selfish. Um, you agree to things that you don't like, and you struggle maybe with some low self-esteem. You want people to like you, and you do things for them to earn their approval. You're always telling people you're sorry. You take the blame, even when it's not your fault. You never have any free time because you're always doing things for everybody else. Your calendar is filled with things that are actually fulfilling other people's lives and goals. Something else that would indicate that you're a people pleaser is that you might neglect your own needs in order to do things for others. Like you pretend to agree even when you don't really agree. Or if you're really anxious or stressed and overwhelmed and even a little maybe resentful on on the daily because you, my friend, are probably a people pleaser. <laughs> you are so busy filling your days, running around, being involved in everything and everyone else's things that they think are important that you have a hard time making decisions because you don't want people to judge you. So you stay stuck in this indecision and you never really do what you want. Another indicator is you're trying to keep people from being mad at you. Like your brain thinks it's important. So you monitor other people's moods and then you take their moods very personal. Like you, you take their moods personally. You're more concerned about what you think other people expect from you than what you think other people want you to do. Does that make sense? <laughs> You're more concerned about what you think other people expect from you and what you think other people want you to do rather than what you expect from you and what you want to do. I probably made that way too wordy, but I'm trying to come at every angle because communication is key here. I want to make sure that we can break this habit of people pleasing. And that way you can get your life back and not feel bad about it. So today I do have some tools for your toolkit. I have three steps for you today that can actually help you start taking um, steps in the right direction and that you can actually start practicing right away. So that's good. But this is not going to be an overnight fix. You guys, it's taken me, oh my gosh, it's taken me so long, like probably a good 10 to 12 years that I've worked on this, probably more so in the last seven years for sure, um, pretty intensely and intentionally. And Again, it's no overnight fix, but this is a practice that you can just start practicing for the rest of your life. And it will, I promise you, I promise you, it will eventually set you free from people pleasing. It's been a tough few years. Have you felt a little lost, fell off track, or maybe your life feels like it's been flipped upside down? Are you ready to get back on track with a simple jump start the healthy way? The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil book, is now available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It is a straightforward shortcut that tells you exactly what to eat and how to do this. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil workbook and guide by Heather Newman will help you navigate a new healthy relationship with food. 
It will teach you which foods work for you and those that don't. This seven-day sugar detox guide is meant to be a staple. It's not a one-time use-only book. It's one that you'll want to keep coming back to over and over again for guidance. It's the permanent solution that you've been looking for. This guide is used as a resource to get you back on track when you fall off, and we all do. It's a journey, not a destination. So happy to hear how many of you are enjoying this book, getting massive weight loss results, and use it as a tool after those binging weekends when you've really whooped it up. It's the perfect, easy-to-follow guide, including a grocery list and meal planning recipe options for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner. If it's not on the list, it's not for us. Be sure to grab yours today and grab one for a friend. The 7-Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil by Heather Newman is available in a paperback and a hardback version. Visit the website www.sugardetox7.com or simply find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. Sugar is the Devil. So this is going to be an intentional shift in your awareness and an intentional change in your habits to build a healthier relationship with yourself. And that's very, very important, you guys. And in turn, you're going to build healthier relationships with other people as well. So I have traveled this road, and I know exactly how you feel right now. I truly do. But before I give you the steps to practice, I want to first talk to you about what a people pleaser looks like on a daily basis, what people pleasing actually is. So when I say people pleasing, um, I'm actually thinking of someone that is saying yes when you'd actually rather say no. So for example, you've been working all week and you planned to take let's just say all day, one of the weekend days, like Saturday or Sunday, for yourself to literally do nothing. Gosh, I love those days. Let's just say this was your plan, okay? You're like, oh, I'm going into the weekend. I've, I've got a lot of things that I want to kind of tie up loose ends. i got my closet. I want to donate. I want to do this. I want to purge. I want to clean the garage. I want to clean the floors. I want to clean the sheets. So or I just want to read a book, sit on the patio with my dogs, want to listen to the birds, whatever, right? That was your plan, was to take a day, let's just say Saturday. You wanted to take Saturday for yourself to do literally nothing. That was your plan. But then let's just say your husband says, um, hey, would you mind Saturday helping me with the cabinets for the garage? Let's work on this project. I want to paint the floors. And then let's say your sister or your mom ask if you could pick up a few things for her at, you know, the store. And then let's say one of your good friends texts you and asks if you want to go to the spa. And then you start feeling a little bit of like anxiety. Like that's a pretty familiar feeling for you if you're this person. You start to feel that anxious feeling creep in because you can't say no to any of these people because you don't think you have a good enough reason to say no. Like taking a day off and doing nothing is very unfamiliar to you and you don't think that that's a good enough reason. So it's so uncomfortable for you to tell people no. Like you're not used to it. It feels selfish and sometimes you might feel like it, it's mean to say no. 
all very legitimate invitations and your brain tells you you should go and do these things that they're asking you, right? You only live once. You want to enjoy time with friends and family. You don't want to let any moments pass you by. But you don't want your husband or your your mom or your sister or your friend to think that they're not important to you. So again, you can't say no because you'll feel guilty the rest of the day. So instead of saying no, or instead of saying no, thank you, I have plans today or tomorrow or this weekend, you end up saying, sure, why not? And you say sure to all the invitations and you make it all work. And the day that you plan to rest and take care of yourself quickly got filled with other people's agendas. And you say yes to someone else, and in turn, you're actually saying no to yourself. And this becomes a people-pleasing habit. This habit, you guys, it leaves you feeling resentful, overwhelmed, anxious, and exhausted because you don't take care of yourself. And you may not recognize it in the moment because you think, oh, well, that's nice of them to invite me to do that. And I feel like I should do that for her because she would probably do that for me. Like your brain starts telling you all these things. And yes, if it's coming from a loving place and that is what you want to do in that pocket of time, that's perfect. But again, this habit It leaves you feeling resentful, overwhelmed, anxious, exhausted because you don't take care of yourself first. And it starts to chip away at the relationship that you have with you. And that's the worst part because you don't even recognize it. You you don't want to disappoint others. So you get in a really good habit of disappointing yourself instead. So that's just your autopilot is to automatically think, well, Me taking time on my own and and spending the Saturday doing what I wanted to do is not quite as important as these things for my husband, my sister, my mom, or my friend, right? But you had already made plans with yourself. So it's almost like you broke a promise to you in order to fulfill someone else's wants and dreams and goals. So it's like you didn't want to disappoint others And you get so good at that that you're disappointing yourself and just being numb to it. You don't even recognize what you've done. So you don't want to leave others in a bind. So you get really good at putting yourself in a bind. And that's going to lead to more stress because now you're thinking about all the things that you really had planned to do, but you didn't make that your priority. And if you do this day after day, year after year, It is just the compound effect over and over again. And sometimes it's just easier for you to say yes. Like it becomes your way of relating to people and then it becomes who you are. You're almost like that yes person. Like you don't ever set those boundaries. And I don't mean in a disrespectful way. I mean in a kind, loving way to both yourself and to the person that you care about. So then you become the yes girl. You're you're the pleaser, right? You're the one everyone can count on because it's easier to betray yourself rather than to feel like you've let somebody else down. And this, my friend, is called people-pleasing. I know the feeling. I know the habit very, very well. 
I did not even know. I wasn't even self-aware that I was doing this. I just thought it, it was who I was. And I was more in tune with other people's needs and how I could meet them rather than being in tune with myself and knowing my own needs and meeting them first, my own wants first. I would do all the things for all the other people and kind of secretly hope that maybe they would treat me the same way or return the favor, right? If I do this for them, surely they'll do this for me because I was brought up thinking that um, do unto others as you want them to do to you, right? So if I treat you this way, then surely you're going to treat me that way. Like, and mm. <laughs> people-pleasing is me meeting your needs so that you, you can meet my needs for validation, like meet my needs for belonging and connection. I do things for you because I need you to help me feel okay about me. That's kind of what a people pleaser is actually thinking, although we don't put it into words to actually understand what's happening. So it's like, I need you to like me. I need you to include me in your life and not be mad at me. I do things for you, so you will do things for me. This way of being in relationships with people is called people pleasing. So people pleasers have an agenda, but are most always unaware of it. And that is what I hope, if nothing else, you get out of this podcast today, is that people pleasers just think it's their identity. People pleasers just think that that's just who I am. I'm a kind person. But people pleasers have an agenda, but you're always, most always unaware of it. We just don't even realize we have it. We're just so in the habit of pleasing other people that it makes us feel okay because we feel like I've done my job. I'm a good person. It calms our anxiety. Um, it's almost like I can feel happy if you are happy. So I work at making you happy. Like I can feel amazing about myself if you think I'm amazing. So I work overtime so that you will see how amazing I am. Tell everyone else how amazing I am, and then I give myself permission to feel amazing about me, right? Is that what you're saying? Mm, it's a never-ending job, you guys. Like, it's actually quite an impossible job, and it's never enough. Um, you're pretty much always going to kind of feel insecure. You're probably always apologizing, and you probably have chronic anxiety. So it's kind of like playing that game whack-a-mole. Like as soon as one person is taken care of, <laughs> can you relate? Another person is like there with another need and it pops up. So that's the way that you live. Like a life of people pleasing looks like a game of whack-a-mole. It just sounds so exhausting, but I promise you guys there's a way out of this. <laughs> And I found it. And I would actually say that I am 95% cured of being a people pleaser. And I'm going to give you my three steps that I've actually practiced for many, many years. So here we go. Grab your notebook. Grab your pen. Oh, and speaking of a notebook, side note here. Hey. This is a side note. As a huge 
thank you for listening to the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast and also for leaving me a five-star review. Okay, it doesn't have to be a five-star, but I would appreciate a five-star. I just want an honest review over on iTunes because it helps my podcast reach other women just like us. And I feel like the more people that could use these little nuggets to improve their life, then the better we are, the stronger we are together. I wanted to let you know that I am doing a pre-launch and you're invited to check it out at a very low discounted rate and or a chance to actually win a free one. So what I have created is my newest women's planner to help you get stuff done. It's a little six inch by nine inch daily checklist. It's like a productivity journal or if you want to call it a brain dump planner or um, a to-do list, it's got all these cool features in it, you guys. So it's on Amazon today. Today I am uploading this. We are going into the weekend of Memorial Day weekend um, in May of 2023. And the only people that will be able to find this is if you're a subscriber to GlitterU.com or if you're one of my tone babes at ToneIn10.com or if you're listening to my podcast. So if you're listening to my podcast, run over there, run, don't walk. If you're a person who needs a little six by nine summer to-do list, daily brain dump, easy to-do list, like keep you on track all summer for getting-ish done. Um, it's a simple brain dump and to-do list that's a very versatile little planner designed with productivity in mind for the busy woman. And I know if you're here, you're a busy woman. Um, it has a minimalist checklist design to help you get things done every single day, minus all the fluff. It's um, useful with a task list and a brain dump productivity method. There's all kind of lines for brain dump. You guys know I like I can't live without doing a brain dump every single freaking morning and or night. Um, it's got brain dump pages to get tasks out of your head onto paper so you can start prioritizing and delegating. Um, it's got versatile custom days and dates, and use it. you can use it as frequently as you need to. It's suitable for up to, I think, 100, yeah, 110 pages worth of productive days, full brain dump page, tidy to-do list, the most important task or at the top, um, and there's also a random thoughts page. You know how you just have those random thoughts and you're like, ooh, I need to put that on a sticky note? Well, I've made a page inside of here for every single day that you need it, it's a random thoughts page. It's so cool. It says six inch by nine inch, perfect for your purse, perfect for your beach bag, perfect for your gym bag, perfect for whatever bag. 110 pages is a soft matte cover, and it's on Amazon right now. You can literally type in to-do list Heather Newman, and it will come up. Or you can type in brain dump by Heather Newman, and it will come up. Or you can go to GlitterU and go to my blog. You'll see it there. But here's the cool thing. I am giving away three of these. And if you leave me a review based on this episode, number 137, and you leave that in the review that you listen to episode 137 and then your honest review of being a people pleaser, I am going to gift three winners a free summer to-do list journal and brain dump. It's such a cool little book, you guys. I know you're going to love it. So run, don't walk, get one for you, get one for your mom, and be sure to enter to win a free one. I think you're really going to love this, and I'm so excited that you're here. So thanks for being part of the pre-launch. It's so exciting. I, all right, all right, back to the podcast. Okay, so here we go. 
Step number one, say no. Just say no. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Like, Saturdays are my day to rest. I'm no longer available to anyone on Saturdays. It's not mean to say that, you guys, and it doesn't have to be every Saturday. Like, it's whatever you paint that picture to look like. But if you need a down day, don't commit to somebody else's agenda on that day. Just simply say, I'm no longer available to anyone on Saturdays. It's not being mean to say that. It's not being mean to say no. It's actually a very, very kind way to relate to people when you say no. You're being very clear. You're being very honest. You're holding yourself in the highest regard, and you're holding them in the highest regard. You're being someone that they can trust and absolutely someone that you can trust. So step number one is to simply say no. I have plans. I scheduled my day already. Thanks for the invite. My answer is no. Step number two is stop apologizing. Just notice it. First, we have to become aware. Just notice every single time you say, I'm sorry. You're going to be very shocked when you just notice that you're saying this a lot. So just start this, this next week, starting today. Start paying attention to how many times you say, I'm sorry, throughout the day to people. It's going to shock you. And I, I truly want you to stop doing it. This was me. I'm sharing this authentically. I'm being as open and honest as possible. This was me. Why did I keep saying I was sorry? And I catch myself telling my mom when she says she's sorry, I'm like, you don't, there's no need to apologize. Like now, 10 years later, right? But just throughout your day, I want you to pay attention to how many times you say, I'm sorry. It will shock you. And again, it's a super bad habit. I want you to try and catch yourself. Stop doing it. Stop saying, I'm sorry. Most of the things that people pleasers apologize for are not even anything that you need to apologize for. Just because someone is mad or uncomfortable doesn't mean that you have done anything wrong. Now, I understand the context here because I would say I'm sorry, meaning I'm sorry you're hurting. I'm sorry that happened to you. But instead, Choose your words that are going to be a little bit more effective because by you saying I'm sorry for someone else that is hurting, that's not helping them feel better. You see what I'm saying here? I'm sorry is just kind of like, well, I'm sorry. You guys know what this word is. But most of the things that people pleasers apologize for are not anything that you actually should be or need to be apologizing for. And again, just because someone is mad or uncomfortable doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. So get comfortable letting other people own their own emotions and behaviors. You probably 90% of the time have nothing to apologize for. So step number two is to stop apologizing. And then step number three is to tell the truth. Tell the truth to yourself first. People-pleasers have a tendency to lie, and that's the truth, because you're going to do anything that's going to make the other person in your brain feel better. 
even though you cannot control their feelings. So it's true. Most people pleasers um, have a tendency to lie. And we lie to make other people comfortable. So we tell little white lies all long, all all day long. We're not telling ourselves the truth. We hide behind those little lies and we lie to make ourselves look better. We lie to cover up our mistakes because we're usually perfectionist or try to be perfectionist. And I told you in my last podcast that I figured out that being a perfectionist is actually just a form of procrastinating. And we don't think we should be making mistakes, which, hello, we all make mistakes. Mistakes are great. Mistakes are awesome. We learn from mistakes. That's how we grow. That's how we get better. But we lie sometimes to be included or to fit in. And when I say we, I'm talking about the people-pleaser brain. Um, We pretend that we like things when we really don't like them because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings instead of being honest. Um, we do a lot of saying yes when we actually mean no, and that that's lying. So be impeccable with your words and do it for your own sake. It's going to be amazing once you can, like, wrap your brain around the words that you're choosing and be very self-aware. Do it for your own sake, you guys. Don't make excuses. Don't lie. Other people's moods and behaviors have absolutely nothing to do with you. So always tell the truth, starting with yourself. Just spend the next week just being aware of the number of times that you tell these little white lies, because be it white or not, they're they're lies. That's just lying. So step number three is to always tell the truth to yourself and to others. So let me recap those three steps, those three tools for your toolbox that I really want you to start, like, taking. And it's going to be a lifelong practice, you guys. It's not like, oh, I read that before, I got it, and, like, you flip a switch and you're a totally different person and, and you act a different way and you think a different way. That's not the way that works, right? It's a lifelong practice, practice, practice. Step number one in your journey is to set yourself free from the need to please other people. Step number two or tool number two. No, step number one, let's reiterate, is to say no. (laughs) Just say no. Step number two, tool number two, is to stop apologizing. And tool number three is to tell the truth. These, like, seemingly small practices will make such a huge difference in your life and also in your past your roadmap away from people-pleasing and into what I consider a journey or a path into self-trust, self-confidence, self-love, self-acceptance. So building a very, very strong self-concept, which is key. So I really want you to start practicing. Um, I'm going to leave you with a few thoughts for the end of this podcast. Hopefully you can like put a little star next to this podcast, episode 137, and I hope you find it very valuable. I do take notes in the coaching sessions that I have with my clients. And if you ever want to schedule a life coaching session with me, I do have them a la carte. You can schedule one session at a time as you feel you need it at toneintone.com. 
and just go to the pricing list up top and you can grab a spot and we can hop on the phone and have a conversation. It's a 45-minute to an hour um, life coaching session. If you've never done one, it's a lot of fun. So I want you to learn that you need to have your own back. And I want you to um, understand that as we go through this journey of undoing being such a people pleaser that we learn to be our own best friend. Like we're so much more willing to try new things and be brave and because we're willing to fail, that makes us so much more self-confident, self-sufficient. It makes you stronger. This is actually how coaching can help you and how coaching has helped me so much. Like on these podcast episodes, I've been teaching you tools that I teach my clients and we practice on a deeper level, of course, when we're working one-on-one, but we practice the tools of emotional adulthood. And I'll dive deeper into that um, if and when you schedule your life coaching session with me, a la carte at toneandten.com. I'd love to work with you. But we practice tools about of boundaries and um also, I've got a workbook that I give you. Um, we work on self-confidence and holding space for other people's emotions and not feeling like we have to fix other people all the time. We practice the tool of processing negative emotions and just be willing to let people go. Like the more coaching you get, the more you'll put these tools into practice every single day and the less you will people please. It really is a byproduct of getting yourself healthy um, inside and out. Your need to to please, to feel okay, it just dissipates over time. And again, it takes practice. So the results of doing the work to step into your highest self is you find yourself free of people pleasing. It's a natural outcome. You have everything that you've ever needed inside of you, and you are the one to validate you. You do not need other people to validate you. You do not need other people to make you happy. You are the one that you need to please. You are the one you are waiting for. Life on the other side of people-pleasing looks like a life of peace, confidence, a lot more time and energy, to be and do exactly what you want to do. So I have lots of examples of people-pleasing things that have happened in my life, lots of ways that I've handled them in the past versus how I handle them now. I do share some of these stories with my um, clients in a life coaching session if they want to hear about them. But I would love to be your coach. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck Community Facebook group.